Welcome, everybody, to the Split Six Podcast, the podcast where we split a six-pack and talk about three different topics each over the course of one beer. I'm your host, Nick Wagella, and I'm joined today for the second time in the Split Six Podcast with David Jeremy. Dave, how's it going? Oh, it's going, my friend. Well, Thank you for having me. Hey, thanks for coming. We are thrilled to have you to talk about all of the important topics tonight. And I did tell you the reason I invited you this week was because... You're Irish. Pretty Irish. The last name Jeremy, could never tell. Right. No one knows where that <laughs> name came from, really. Um, haven't, haven't figured that out. And, you know, not just because you're Irish, but because St. Patrick's Day is this weekend. True. Uh, I'll be out of town, but to celebrate, I got us these special beers for today. Oh, yes. I remember. They, why don't you just go ahead and tell them what we're drinking? Drinking a little shorts tonight. A little uh, shorts just makes like every kind of beer and every do. kind of label, so I just always pick them. Shorts, Bells and Founders are just cranking them out. Yes. Anyway, this is a uh, shorts Uncle Steve's, and it is a traditional Irish style stout. Can you find the alcohol percentage on this? Because I don't think I could the other day. I will be able to find it with my smartphone, no doubt. But that would be cheating. So let's just uh, let's you know, take a sip here and see what we can. Uh, oh yeah, let's try to guess. Out. All right, let's open these. Let's open these bad boys up. We got glasses today because they are stouts. Your openers right there, Dave. All right. I got two in here. I get the hockey opener. Yeah. You get the Baratheon opener. That's right, and I get the Baratheon cup. Thank and you, I get the Kelly. Lannister glass. You know what's cool? Shout out to Kelly Pacharzik on these uh, Game of Thrones style cups I have and these coasters I have. So you know. She's really hooking me up with some swag. Really killing it with the gifts. Thank now, you, Kelly. I do want to fair warn you. As I pour into the Lannister glass. <laughs> I don't really like stouts. Well, go to hell. And, uh, you know, but because this is a Irish-style brew with a... looks like an Irishman wearing a green... Uh, it's, a, it's a leprechaun of sorts. Eh, oh, I guess he is riding a cat, so he is really small. He's very small. He's riding a cat <laughs> who's got a shamrock in its mouth. He's riding Black Panther. That's right. He is riding Chadwick Bosman or whatever, however. Actually, that is not just a, you know, docile little cat. If you look, it's got really big claws. Yeah, dude, it's Black Panther. Yeah, you're right. With a really long tail. And a, I think a its very, fur is made out of vibranium. A very red bearded leprechaun man in a green top hat. All right, well, uh, green laser suit. To, to the Irish. To the Irish. Sanja. Hey, actually, it's uh, not as heavy as I was expecting. It's pretty, pretty light. Yeah, a little caramely. A little caramelier than, like, Guinness. But it's, on, it's on the light side. Not as creamy as Guinness. Definitely can't be too high up there in alcohol. Let's get out my barley app and check it out. I'll take one more sip. If I can find it. Oh, there it is. All right, barley is an app I use to find out percentages of beers and well, if I, I like them. I have a feeling it's lower, but I'm going to go with 6%. What is it called? Uncle, Uncle Stevie's? Uncle Stevie's? No, it's just Uncle Steve's. Oh. Come on. Uncle Stevie. <laughs> All right, let's see what it is. It is. What, what was your guess? Six. It's 5.5. Yeah, I knew it was going to be a little lower. A little lower. It's roasted coffee, chocolate, and smoky. 
and I do taste that coffee in it. But first out, not bad considering I don't normally like the, especially breakfast stouts. I just can't really stand them. Well, more for me and everyone else. Well, what are your plans for St. Patrick's Day? Um, plan to spend it with the family. Oh yeah. Yeah, my mom has a uh, couple of little special things planned. You know, pretty small, pretty private. We're not getting together and doing a bash or anything, but okay. Pretty excited to just uh, you're not getting up at seven and start drinking. Honestly, it's the first St. Patty's Day that I'm back in Michigan, and it's the first St. Patty's Day I haven't worked, and I can't remember how many years. Oh real? Oh yeah, because you yeah you always work at a uh, restaurant, so you're not you kind of can't really get those days off. (laughs) Slang in the food and drink. Beer number one, sports. All right, on to the first beer of the night, the sports segment of this podcast. And guess what, everybody? Tiger Woods is back. Tiger Woods is back. <laughs> did, you he- did you hear anything about this? I saw a couple, uh, couple of his holes on Sunday. I didn't hear how he finished. How did he finish? Uh, he finished in second. Okay. Um, I uh, guess he nine, had like nine a... Nine under, right? Ten under? I think so. Like I'm... I. Not the biggest golf watching fan, you know, but just Tiger Woods. I saw him sink a forty foot birdie, a, you know, like a clutch birdie like on a, Sunday. Oh, really? Yeah, I just saw a clip, and you know, he didn't lose his mind afterwards. He just, he just calmly, you know, kind of went and picked it up, and a little smile came across his face afterwards. It was good to, it was good to see him, you know. Yeah. Snag that moment on I, his way back up. I mean, this could be his way back up. This could be nothing, you know. This could be a little blip, but. Right, I'm sure he'll be heavily favored to win the Masters now because his name is Tiger Woods. But because of that second place, yeah. But I don't know. I mean, he's been bad since like 2008 or something. He's uh, he's over like a decade. Struggled. He's had multiple back surgeries. I know, and uh, but really, really fell off. Why is my question is why is like golf so dependent on this guy? Like he's all everyone talks about, even when he wasn't Uh, doing anything. You know, um, what what makes it, his think, star power? I think power? it was maybe the sensationalism. You know, it kind of carried a momentum. You know, that that held a little more weight than the, the uh, big names before him. You know, a lot of the right. Yeah, you know, there's so many things that are different about you know this time with social media and the internet and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I guess he was just so dominant back in the day. You know, uh, everyone always thought he would. Who is it? Is it Arnold Palmer or Jack Nicholas? Jack Jack Nicholson, Nicholas. I always get those Nicholas. two confused. Jack Which one has that record for Masters wins or something? You know, I feel like I feel like uh, I think it was Nichols. Nicholas. Nicholas. Yeah. <laughs> it could be. I, I really don't know. Um, but he was always projected to beat that record handily. But then you know, I mean, it's weird how once all that stuff came out about him with everybody and how much that affected his game like we've never really seen anything like that in any kind of sport yeah i mean he was he was big i mean this i think the the sport has had names and guys like of his caliber uh um, and you know not to mention the women you know the women you know stars of the sport over the last you know hundred years but again with the the presence of the internet and social media, his name and his brand has reached so many people, you know, across the world. And those people kind of perpetuate his, you know, synonymous, synonymous right. you know, with golf. It's weird how a branding. decade of him sucking didn't affect his brand that much. 
Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what affected his brand is, you know, coming out as a sex addict. And, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, having the meltdown on national TV. I mean, not not him, but you know, it was national news. You know, right. All of a sudden, this super personal, you know, really tough struggle that he has in his life is, you know, mm-hmm. it's out and it you know affects everything so much. Yeah. You know, with, with something like that of that caliber of that magnitude. Right. Well, Tiger, I guess I don't know. You're a womanizer, um, but I guess we're rooting for you for the sake of golf. Sure, I mean, uh, <laughs> haven't haven't really uh, you know rooted for him a whole lot personally, but you know it's uh exciting to watch. The, yeah, the, you know, he does make it. He does for I mean, some unknown reason make it more fun. I'd say it was extra exciting to watch. The last ten years have been kind of tougher to watch. Yeah. Well, um, in other news, because, you know, we're going to talk about the NCAA bracket, March Madness. We're just going to save that for the Oh, end. I'm really excited to talk about March Madness, actually. <laughs> yeah. Super excited. Every Dave year is I get pumped super excited up. To, to talk about it. He because, is uh, the smartest March Madness person I've ever met, and we're going to make an undefeatable bracket. You know, it seems like a subject where no one could possibly know everything, but <laughs> you guys, uh, I'm just going to leave it out. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. But before we get there, we have to talk about what the Browns have been doing in the NFL. Have you heard about the Browns' trades? How about we start off, you talk, I listen. All right. Well, so their, their first thing they did, I think, was they traded for Miami Dolphins' Jarvis Landry, the receiver that they franchise tagged. Right. Um, Made a lot of Dolphins fans upset because he was amazing last year. Yeah, he was, I mean, I think he's a little overrated, but it's good for the Browns. I mean, their receiving core is contains Josh Gordon, Jarvis Landry, and uh, Corey Coleman now. And that's probably one of the best in the league, assuming Josh Gordon is back to normal. Well, from here it seems like it could be best in the league, but I think, you know, we'll... I mean, I can't... I really can't think of one that's, like, really bad. Maybe maybe the Giants have a better one, but that's just because of Odell. Well, you know, it's it's one thing to have the best receiving core in the game, but... You now you have to have a compatible quarterback and a quarterback that'll, you know, access the, mm. the potential there. That's what the Browns' second move was. They traded for Tyrod Taylor, um, from the Bills. Right. Which I mean, I don't think Tyrod Taylor is that good, or good. Well, he's he's uh, proven himself to be injury prone. That's for sure. Yeah, and he's he's not gonna he's not gonna ever win a Super Bowl. I'll tell you that. Um. So their previous quarterback was Deshaun Kaiser, the the rookie last year out of Notre Dame, mm-hmm. who they traded to the Packers for their one of their cornerbacks. So now, was it Ha Ha Clinton Dix? No, no, no. It was a an actual cornerback, not a safety. I believe Dix is a safety. Um, but noted. But what do you think about that? The Packers getting Deshaun Kaiser. You think that's going to be another quarterback that's going to terrorize us Lions fans for the rest of our lives? Um, you mean if Rogers grooms him into yeah, you know, like just like Brett Favre did to Rogers. Uh, yeah, that was a pretty, pretty beautiful thing to watch. You know, not for the Lions fans. You know, it's tough. It's true. Yeah, no, it was not fun for us. But it was fun for everybody else, and we all think of the greater <laughs> good. But they did only get two or one Super Bowl out of it, so. Uh, I uh, I certainly did not watch a lot of Browns highlights last year. You know? Uh huh. Well, they went undefeated, or defeated, I should say. Unwind. 
Right, yeah, the winless, the elusive winless season. Finally, the Lions were not the only ones. Which kind of sucks. I'd, r- I'd much rather it be Detroit by themselves instead of Detroit and Cleveland. I completely disagree. But um, <laughs> uh, the craziest thing about that to me was how was that head coach not fired? For how do you how do you really even not win a game? That should be so hard to do. Pretty hard. But. Uh, the Browns are looking forward. So the Jarvis Landry, cornerback uh, from the Packers, forget his name, and uh, Tyrod Taylor are now there, along with the first and fourth overall pick of the draft. The Browns could take Saquon Barkley and a quarterback, and if both of them pan out, which Barkley seems to be a surefire pick, quarter, quarterback depending on who they take, you know. Um, like a trade for him later this these are solid moves and it could be really good for that franchise so tyrod taylor's the insurance policy or the draft pick is the insurance policy i think the draft picks the future plans tyrod taylor's more of a okay we probably need to start winning some games tyrod taylor's the band-aid <laughs> yeah well good for him yep um richard sherman was released by the clc hogs and quickly signed with the 49ers yeah i'm gonna have to reach out to my buddy dave and see as a 49ers fan how he feels about that i'm sure he's ecstatic i you mean know, you th- know it just it, it's crazy though when these you know division rivals mm-hmm. you know like okay how ridiculous was it when brett Favre ended up playing in a minnesota jersey right i yeah. mean that just seemed like i was living in a circus world <laughs> yeah know, complete departure from reality and and honestly sherman being such a franchise you know guy he was up in seattle's you know, big mouth, you know, good, pretty good track record. You know, he's a damn good safety. Mm-hmm. You got to pull that microphone closer to you. Or oh, talk. why not? Yeah, just see the levels compared to mine. Gotcha. There you go. Um, see how sorry. those levels go. All right. Um, but, yeah, so what do you think about the 49ers? Uh, I think they're they're definitely still working on things they got that Steve Jimmy Garoppolo who Jimmy was Garoppolo, apparently on yep. fire the end of last season he was he could make a lot happen and you know and you got kind of a big guy and Richard Sherman coming in yep because mm-hmm. their defense has had the uh, you know the great the great exodus right great departure everybody's kind of gone so that'll be uh, it'll be interesting to see are you ready to say 49ers versus Browns Super Bowl 53 or whatever it is not ready to say all that <laughs> Not ready to say. Uh, Good you know, because the Lions are going. That's right. It'll be Lions versus Browns. You ready to say that? Lions versus Browns. Hmm. Yeah, a little, little uh, Midwest <laughs> Midwest rivalry going on. It's probably going to be the Patriots versus some other team in the NFC, to be honest. But yeah, Brady's got to get one more shot at it before he before he gets out of Dodge. I'm hoping that the Patriots are garbage without Matt Patricia, but. Yeah, we'll see. Um, so, let's see. What else was there that went on since the last time we talked? Um, I don't know. So, did you hear this, though? The Vikings are... I don't. I just heard this on the radio today, and I don't know why, where it came from, but the Vikings are reportedly interested in somehow acquiring Drew Brees. No, I did not. Which would be pretty insane for that team because they are a quarterback away from probably being in the Super Bowl. Well, I mean, I don't know. Philadelphia is kind of amazing, but 
Yeah, I mean, uh, could you imagine that? that the quarterbacks in our division would be Matt Stafford, Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, and a young Mitch Trubisky? Trubisky, Trubisky, yeah. Boy, he would be the odd man out there. Yeah, well, I mean, if he shows any promise, but I don't, I don't think he's any good. But I'm also extremely biased. Um, let's see what else we got here. Um, oh, the Lions are meeting with Demarco Murray, free agent from uh, Tennessee, running back. Hell yeah, DeMarco Murray. Uh, people are questioning that because he's old, he's like 30, but I don't know. I don't know why people question him so much. He's was hurt a lot last year, and he's had some league-leading seasons, and just it's it's hard to do that. He's probably uh, he's probably got some good seasons left in him. I mean, how, right. how, many, how long has he been in the league? Quite a while, like five years. Oh, I think he could still. I mean, we just need to sign him for one year. That's it. I think he could definitely experience experience some success with a few teams. May as well be the Lions. Right. Okay. Let's see. Anything in the Strange, NBA going on? I've always on? hated the Cowboys, but never hated Demarco Murray as much you know, for being on the Cowboys. It's hard when you play fantasy to hate players that are good because yeah, you want you to never have ever them. have them, and they always destroy you. That's true. But if you don't have them, you just want to have them. I kind of have never had Demarco Murray. I've only ever had been shellacked by him. Been shellacked by him plenty of times. Ooh, shout out to my my fantasy football league real quick, the Booty Bowl. We did the draft order last weekend, and I got the number one pick. So you rigged it, huh? Uh, yes, everybody. Nick's winking at me. Totally rigged it. Um, everyone thinks I did, but I wasn't the one that made the things or pulled them, so you tell me how mind control works. Okay, well, let's just get into this, Dave, because we got a lot of picks to make, and... About half this segment left. So, the NCAA Selection Sunday just occurred. Apparently, it was the, a whole shit show the announcement of everything was because TBS did a terrible job. But Like production-wise, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> all their audio was unsynced, and they wow. revealed everything in a weird way. I didn't watch it because I was watching a movie that we will talk about in the next segment. But Well, probably a few people are going to lose their jobs over that. Important local news. Um... Michigan drew a three seed, will play in the West. And they're going way out West, aren't they? Yep. And what? Michigan State will be in the Midwest, and he, they also have a three seed, and they will be playing their first couple games at uh, Little Caesars Arena, so that's good for them. I heard. But let's just dive right into it. All right, Dave, our first choice is number one Virginia against number 16 UMBC, whatever that means. Let's go Virginia. We have to go Virginia. I think Virginia's probably, uh, I've heard a little buzz about them. Uh, and. No one, no 16 seed has ever beaten a one seed. So we are not picking any in this. Well, thank you for that stat. Our first tough one of the day, Creighton versus Kansas State. Don't think that's a toughie. They were going to go K-State. You think so? All right. We got our first upset of the tournament with Kansas State beating Creighton. Now we got number five, Kentucky against number 12, Davidson. I mean, it's going to be tough to uh, not take Kentucky. I think they're a pretty big name. And they're a pretty basketball. big name. Uh, their coach did get upset about their seeding, though. Do you think that hurts their team? Davidson's been known to shoot the three. Yes. Which one would you would you like, sir? I'm going Kentucky. All right, we're going with Kentucky over Davidson. Arizona over Buffalo is my choice here because Arizona is a team I like and a team that probably will go pretty far. And I'm going to Arizona in like 24 hours. That's why you're picking it. 
That's right. <laughs> Miami, Florida, number six or 11, Loyola, 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 Chicago. That's hard for me to say. Yeah, no, no doubt. Let's go to the U. All right, we're going Miami. Tennessee versus Wright State. Tennessee's a three seed. You know, it would, it would probably make sense to go Tennessee. Yep, I agree. I don't really know the difference, and that's not an upset I want to take yet. Well, clearly neither do I. <laughs> number seven, Nevada versus number 10, Texas. Going Texas. Can't fully explain why, but definitely going to hard Texas. All right, we're going Texas probably because of the name recognition of that school. All right, Cincinnati, number two, versus 15, Georgia State. Got to pick the two probably, right? Sure. We're trying to win this bracket. We could win a couple grand. I can't grand. see the numbers, so I, uh, I'm just, just going off school names. With no information <laughs> of uh, All right. Names. All right, well, uh, let's move back on to the second round of this bracket. Virginia against Kansas State, one versus nine. Hmm. Well, it's we got to stick with the with one, Virginia. right? Yeah. Let's stick with the one moving on. Arizona versus Kentucky, five versus four. Like I said, I like Arizona. We're moving them forward. Bad choice. <sighs> Bad choice, I guess. Um, Miami versus Tennessee. Dave, we'll give you this one. Number six, Miami. Number three, Tennessee. Well, let's go, Tennessee. All right, we're moving the volunteers up. Number 10, Texas versus number two, Cincinnati. Now, I've heard Cincinnati might be a weak team. Do you think this is the matchup where they could fall? Yes, I do. All right, we are taking our first, our biggest upset so far, number 10 over number two seed in Texas over Cincinnati. All right, Virginia versus Arizona. Now, I'm thinking I'm going to take Virginia over Arizona because I think this is as far as they get. There you go. Even though Arizona might have the first pick in the draft. I don't know who he is, but he's someone. <laughs> so, Dave, we'll give you this one. Tennessee, number three, versus 10, Texas. Let's go Tennessee. All the oh. way. All right. And do you want them over Virginia? I tell you what, I'm going to stick with Virginia. All right. We got a one seed advancing to the final four. Uh, not that bold, but we'll take it. All right. Moving on to the West bracket. Xavier... Number one over 16 NCC or winner winner of whatever that is. We don't care because Xavier, all the way. we're taking Xavier. We got eight Missouri versus nine Florida State. You taking the Seminoles or you taking whatever the hell Missouri is? Nope, Seminoles all the way, baby. All right, Dave is uh, from Florida, so he might be a little biased. Might just stop him soon. Not a Florida State guy, just to clarify. <laughs> Are you UCF guy, right? No, not at all. Didn't you Didn't you go there? That's right. Oh well. Uh, you're a terrible person, I guess. I, I, I'm a Wolverine <laughs> through and through, Nick. Okay, let's move on. Ohio State versus South Dakota State. We're going with Ohio State. Sorry, I don't everybody. know, man. South Dakota State put up a good fight. You want? Wait, what did you say? Could put up a good fight. They could, but I don't know. Ohio State put a whooping on Michigan State, and I just going to pick them because of that. Gonzaga versus NC Greenbush, four versus thirteen. I like Gonzaga's name. I am putting Gonzaga forward. There you go, baby. Washington State. All right. Houston, who I heard is one of the hottest teams coming out, versus San Diego State, Boo. which I heard is one of the hottest teams coming out. Which one do you want? Let's go with Houston, baby. America's team. Michigan? That's right. <laughs> okay. We won't even mention the next team. It was Montana. <laughs> number seven, Texas A&M versus number 10, Providence. Who do we want? Well, let's go A&M. All right. 
North Carolina, number two seed versus 15, Lipsicum. Yeah, we're going North Carolina. That is right. All right, back up top, Xavier versus Florida State. Can we take a time out and recognize how long this would take if I actually knew something about March Madness? <laughs> That's true. He was lying to you earlier, guys. He does not know anything. And neither do I, really. I know a few things, but... Enough to lead me on. Giddy up. All right. Well, we're going with Xavier because Xavier is a number one seed. Man. Yeah, duh. And we're going with Gonzaga over Ohio State. You cool with that? Fuck yeah. I love Gonzaga's name. Me too. We love the name. Now, Houston or Michigan? going Michigan. I think a lot of people like Michigan this year. We'll put them there. Houston could beat them, though. Warning you all about that. Texas A&M or North Carolina? Ooh, tough not to go. North Carolina, I think. I agree. They are one of the classic best college basketball teams in the nation. They've been there a lot of times. All right. Do we want Xavier or, or do we want Gonzaga? Boy, that is a tough one. I think this is where we take an upset because not every one seed's going to make it to the final four or the sweet or the the elite eight, whatever it is. Let's take Gonzaga. All right. Now we'll give you the choice. Do you want three Michigan or two North Carolina? I'm going Michigan, baby, all the way. All right, we're moving Michigan up. Though I am notably a state fan. Now, do we want Gonzaga or Michigan? We're giving you the choice here. It's a real tough question, Nick. I'm going to go Michigan. Okay, we got Michigan in the final four. Now let's move on to the East bracket. Villanova over whatever the hell the 16 is, of course. Yes. Now we're going to take Virginia Tech over Alabama here. Because for obvious reasons. For obvious reasons, and you mentioned Virginia Tech earlier. That's right. Now, 5 West Virginia versus 12 Murray State. Going WV. All right, West Virginia advances. Four Wichita State versus 13 Marshall. We're going with the Shockers here because I like their name. Oh, uh, really? Yep. Mm-hmm. Going with the Shockers. Going, going with the, the Shockers. Over the herd. Uh, six Florida versus 11 Sitbicon, Sitbe, or UCLA, whoever wins their matchup. Gators, baby. We're going Gators. Uh, Texas Tech versus SF Austin. You know what? Let's take let's make this our fourteen. No Red Raiders. No, screw the Red Raiders. We'll take a we'll take a flyer here on SF Austin, whatever whoever that is. All right. Arkansas or Butler. 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 Butler normally does good in these tournaments. That's right, baby. The Bulldogs. All right, Purdue, two seed versus CSU Fullerton. We're going with Purdue because they are a great team. They are. Villanova, we are taking them over Virginia Tech because I think I like Villanova to win this thing. All right, I picked the Hokies. Well, you didn't. Uh, <laughs> um, all right, West Virginia versus Wichita State. Dave, I'm giving you this one. Let's go, Shockers. All right, we got the Shockers. All right, Florida versus SF Austin. Dave, I'm also giving you this one. Gators. Again. Purdue or Butler? Purdue. All right, Villanova, Wichita State. Dave, I will also give you this one. Ooh, Villanova. Sorry, Shockers. I think Villanova is the early favorite to win at all, and favorites in these I think usually win. Florida versus Purdue. Ooh, even as a Floridian, I'm going to have to go Purdue. All right. Now, do you want Purdue or Villanova? Um, something deep down in the subcockles of my heart. It's telling me Purdue. We're going with Purdue, guys. We are listening to Dave on that one. 
Purdue in the Final Four. All right, the Midwest Division, one of the toughest divisions of this. Kansas versus Pennsylvania. We take Kansas because they are a number Kansas, one seed. Duh. Seton Hall versus NC State. NC State. NC State. They tend to do good in these tournaments too. Clemson versus New Mexico State. Oh, man, Clemson. Is... We're going with New Mexico State because Clemson's not that good of a team and doesn't deserve five seed from what I've heard. Clemson's going to win it. Four Auburn versus 13 Charleston. Auburn. We're going Auburn. Six TCU versus eleven ASU or Syracuse. Interesting. Let's go TCU Horned Frogs. All right, we're taking the Horny Frogs. Michigan State versus Bucknell. Sparty. We're going Spartan on. Rhode Island or Oklahoma. Ten Ooh. versus seven. Let's go Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Duke versus Iowa or Ionia. Uh, let's go Duke. Going Duke. Duke is probably the best team in college basketball history kansas for its nc state kansas we're taking kansas and we are not putting that many upsets for these one seeds uh new mexico state versus auburn i'm gonna have to say clemson oh that was not an option well i can't answer the question. Oh, if clemson you wanted that then we're going with new mexico state All and right. we are taking a big upset there we're putting a 12 seed against the one seed in kansas in the next matchup tcu versus michigan state are we sure we want to do that yes no auburn huh part of winning these things is doing being random all righty then let's go ahead with michigan state we're moving michigan state of up because we are a bit of a homer we're taking duke over oklahoma because duke is great all right, Kansas versus New Mexico. I think that's where New Mexico State's reign ends. And we're moving there, and we are taking Duke over Michigan State because Michigan State has played Duke eight times since Tom has been there, and they've only won one of those games, including this year, which was a loss. Got to go with the numbers, baby. All right, Kansas or Duke, Dave, we're putting it on you. Oh, it's a toughie. What's the what's the are they both one seed? One's a one, one's a two. Ooh, let's go Duke. We're putting Duke ahead. All right. Now we're in the final four. Do you want Virginia or Michigan? Michigan. You want Michigan in the finals? All right, we're putting Michigan in the finals, though. We're not doing that actually. We're putting Virginia in the finals. Yeah, we're going Virginia. Duke or Purdue? Purdue. You're putting Purdue in. That's right, baby. All right, who wins? Probably. Virginia. We're putting Virginia the winner. This is not how I expected this to go, guys, but we did it. What do we want the final score? Virginia, I'm going to go with what – is, what, is, what are college basketball scores even I normally? I think like 60, 70 points. There's a high-scoring game, I feel like. All right, let's go, let's go 72 to 68. I'm not really sure. I'm not either, but... I don't watch enough college basketball. Save bracket. How close are we to the second segment? Because I'm getting thirsty. I'm getting thirsty, too, and we are about um, four minutes away. Okay. Long <laughs> enough for me to go get a dirty bastard. That's not true, because we got to keep the airtime filled. All right. All right, so that is our bracket, everybody. Uh, hope you enjoyed listening to that random bracket, but that's what we're doing. Um but to dissect it a little bit, Michigan, it appears, has gotten an easier draw than Michigan State, even though Michigan State's record is better. But Michigan State has lost to Michigan twice. So 
kind of works out in the end. I mean, Michigan State gets to play two of its games at the LCA, which is nice for them because they're going to have home field advantage. But, you know, I don't know. It should be a fun tournament. I'm sure this entire bracket is wrong. I doubt that we got a single one of our Final Four teams right. Maybe Duke. That's the only one I'm confident in. Hey, you watch it. And Virginia, probably. Wolverines, baby. <laughs> but most people have Arizona over Virginia, I bet, in the South. And uh, I think Villanova being the favorites, per- having Purdue over them is probably pretty shocking to most people. And Michigan beating Gonzaga and or Xavier, pretty shocking. And North Carolina. I mean, North Carolina's a two seed. Michigan, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You've hit the uh, the theme of this segment. <laughs> that we don't know what we're doing. but That's absolutely correct. That that is the fun in this, and that is why everyone should go out and fill out a bracket because anyone could win. You just you don't even need to know anything except for that a one seed always beats a sixteen seed. And you know what? This this is weird. There are a few play in games, and whenever you were to pick them in this, you have to take them the whole way, I guess. But I mean, it doesn't really matter because they're just uh, not gonna win. Um, let's see what's going on in the NBA. Nothing's going on in the NBA, guys. Uh, as far okay. as I know, uh, the Pistons suck, and that's why I haven't been paying much attention. You haven't been paying much attention to this plant over here, Nick. That plant is dead. It's still got some green in it. Uh, I think it's dead. It's like a that's a split green. six pet plant. Melissa was supposed to be feeding it, but didn't. And now it's on me, and I also forget. <laughs> but we got some water in here. Maybe we can water it live on the podcast. Live, on air, watering of a dead plant. All right, I'm going to water it. Not too much now. Oh, dip. We have a cooler full of beers with ice and a little bit of melted ice. And there's a spigot on our cooler. So watering the dead plant was surprisingly easy. It was very easy, and I'm glad I did it. Hopefully, hopefully, plant, you can survive. We appreciate you. We love you. Grow for us. Dude, maybe you wake up and that thing's three feet tall. <laughs> That's right. I mean, and also, this is how you end a segment. <laughs> if that thing's three feet tall tomorrow, you should probably call some scientists up in here. If that thing is three feet tall, I believe that we live. We are living in the world of annihilation. The movie we're going to talk about in a second. Oh, fantastic! Look at that transition, everybody. This is the split six podcast. We'll be right back. Beer number two, entertainment. Thank you. You are welcome. Okay, Sean. Let's open these up and get the second one poured. You know, stouts, they always taste better as they go along for me, once I'm used to them. I don't think there's a beer out there that doesn't go along a little as, as we uh, go on, get better as we go on. That's that's actually very true. Yeah, well, no. I don't think I've ever had a beer and like kept drinking it and uh, thought it was getting worse. You know? I think IPAs, when I drink them, like well. when, I, when I'm like binge drinking like a lot. And I drink a lot of them. I get sick really quick. Yeah. But everything else, you know, it's just... I don't... Stouts are the only things that just taste better as as it goes on to me, actually. 
I think as I get drunker, I uh, like the taste of everything better. Yeah, well... There's nothing that, uh, you know, gets gross, really. I'm just like, what is it? Give it to me. <laughs> well, speaking of things you like, Dave, some big Nintendo news came out this weekend, but before we talk about that, I want to hear about things you like in the video game world, because we're going to spend the most of this segment talking about video games. And Annihilation. And Annihilation we will get to. We will get to. Uh, the only thing that I can really bring to the table is uh, I've been deeply immersed in the world of Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. Known as PUBG, right? PUBG. Player Unknown Battlegrounds. Have, have you played Fortnite? I've seen a little bit of Fortnite. Never played it. Isn't it similar? Um, it's similar maybe at the core, the genre, you know, uh-huh. the, the kind of categorization of the game, but that's pretty much, I feel like, where it ends, you know. Fortnite's pretty, seems to me to be, uh, you know, much more animated, you know, a little more cartoonish. Oh, okay. There's an element of building, which, you know, I, can I did be... see a thing of it, and, like, some guy had wings, but I didn't know if they did anything. And, you know, the guns are, you know, exactly. There's people with wings, there's guns that shoot lasers. Oh, wait, maybe we should... Maybe you should explain what PUBG is. Um, you know, I'm not sure if this is 100% accurate, but I would I would say it's a a fantastically done attempt at a realistic combat sim. And you know, there's there's definitely parts of the game where the realism is, you know, uh, hindered. Uh-huh. You know, just because it's a game, you know, there has to be a certain aspect of playability. But um, as far as bullet physics. And, you know, when it comes to, uh, I guess, uh, the sound, you know, it seems like maybe a smaller aspect, but it's uh, when you're playing PUBG, you know, it's uh, quite a big aspect. And you have the sound of not only people, you know, an enemy being near you, you know, and um, there's bullet sound, you know, you can kind of get an idea of directionally where the bullet's coming from. Oh, okay, if you're being nice. fired at in an open field. You know, and that's due to the, uh, you know, stereo, the, mm. I guess the stereo output of, of the sound, you know. So if something's firing behind me, it's, it's, it's uh, you know, dampened in both ears. If I turn 90 degrees, that my ear that is now exposed to yeah. it is going to be very loud. And, now, um, and, and same with, same with, you know, if you're standing still in a room and someone runs all the way around the building, all the way around your position, you could follow them with just listening you could you know not seeing them you could follow them where they're running Mm -hmm. due to the sound but other than that you know all the weapons are realistic and um the time it takes to like you know traverse the map very realistic i think now here's a question is it strictly just online co-op multiplayer maybe not always co-op it is it is it's strictly online there's no campaign mode no no campaign it's just a ser- hundred hundred players on a server uh-huh hundred max you know it's usually between 95 and 100 right and you know battle royale last man last man standing yeah. so and frequently the- we, we play with squads or duos you know uh-huh. or three-man squad you know however. so so i've i've watched dave play this once and was kind of there playing it with him listening to the headphones so the gist of it is you paradrop in from the sky Right. To a location and gigantic onto a map. map. A gigantic map. But the thing Humorous. about it is the map gets smaller and smaller. The play area shrinks. So to, you can't to keep to, everybody confined. Right. So you can't just hide out moving. and 
live forever. You can't. And you could hide out and get lucky in the, the randomly generated circle, which, you know, appears in inside the previous circle somewhere. Mm-hmm. You could get lucky and just happen to be inside it as it shrinks smaller and smaller. Yeah. But, yes, most of the time, you know, you got you to gotta move. You got to travel. You and your team have to be the last ones surviving. And once you're out, you're out. No, no once you Once you kill the last. No, no respawns. No respawns, and you can't heal yourself. Obviously, that's not very realistic. But like I said, there has to be a certain level of playability, right. and you know, kind of, it's a big element of any video game. And um, what it used to be solely available on the PC, right? But now it's yep. They on uh, Xbox? released it for Xbox, I think, in December, and I've been playing it on Xbox for about a month. And you did tell me you didn't like it as much. Well, I think when you line them up next to each other, you know, when I started off playing it on the PC for, you know, a month, month and a half, eh, call it a, call it a month, mm. eh, call, it, call it a month and a half, two months, you know, so I was, was really used to that and, you know, the, the functionality, I guess, and the ease of keyboard and mouse versus, you know, controlling your, you know, pitch yeah. and, and yaw, you know, on the two separate sticks, it's just... It's a little cumbersome and you really got to, you know, not to say that there aren't people that do it well and, you know, mm-hmm. have it fine tuned, you know, you can adjust the sense, the sensitivities and everything. So there's definitely a way to, to fine tune it. I haven't gotten there. So I, I look pretty terrible when I play on Xbox. I don't look that great on PC to begin with, I suppose, <laughs> but on Xbox, uh, it's pretty bad. If I'm in a room with a guy, I just, just yesterday, I think I had a, submachine gun granted it was a small clip 13 rounds in a clip but mm-hmm. and a mag um he didn't have a weapon and he was able to punch me to death and i could not hit him <laughs> he with my machine death? gun oh my gosh it was pretty tough that's pretty futile to swallow <laughs> but you know you so, die you uh you fire into another game you know you don't there's no there's oh, relatively you don't, you small don't have to wait? no no you don't have to wait i thought Oh, you only have to wait if you're playing with friends? Even then, you could leave and play another game. Oh, okay. You know, you're not forced to wait. But uh, if you're playing with a squad, obviously, you want to know how they're doing. Yeah. Um, watch them. You know, you, when you're playing with a squad and you die and you're spectating your, you know, teammate's screen, it's, uh, it can be helpful to have more eyes on the screen. You know, oh, I yeah. saw him. He's over there on the left or whatever. Uh-huh. But it's a really fun game. Um, it's been a great, It's been a great time for me. I've enjoyed it. And uh, pretty fun. Well, glad Very to hear. Wish addicting. I had a. I I currently only have an iMac and I don't have a PC. But once I get one of those, I'll be playing with you guys and doing pretty terrible the entire time I ever play the game because I've never been good at a shooting game. Hey, you know what this sounds a lot like? What? Golf. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah, terrible yeah. at golf. I'm, still. Pretty, <laughs> I'm pretty terrible at golf too, and I've been playing for ten years. And uh, I went to the driving range uh, this last weekend. Carl's. Uh, I went with Eric and Jeff. Oasis? Where'd you go? Oh, to Sheehan's. Oh, green. Oasis, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Was yeah. it outside or they had the dome up? No, they had the dome up. Uh, Carl's is outside, apparently. Carl's Golf Land up on 5 in Lake Sheldon at the Inn at St. John's. Oh, okay. Well, St. John's Golf Course, I guess I yeah. should say. Um, oh, it's, it's, you know, it's just right there on the corner of 5 in Sheldon. And then uh, I guess they have heaters, so you can be outside oh. and, you know, hitting balls, but interesting which we still have an opportunity to do because it's cold and because it uh well i don't know if it'll be open tomorrow with the snow but probably 
Well, my plan is for, since I'm going to Phoenix on Wednesday, is to come back here and winter to be officially done. Huh. And everything's going to be above 40, hopefully. That would be great. That doesn't sound like anything that'll happen. but <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm about to be in 80-degree weather for St. Patrick's Day. so. Well, as having lived through my first Michigan winter in about nine years. Oh. It was I'll the say, worst one in about nine years. I'd say. I can't believe you there i've heard some pretty bad stuff about like 2013 in terms of how cold it was really uh to that the other ones we've had more snow but that one cold stretch in uh like december and january yeah it was early january i think unbearable to me i really appreciated it because people keep asking me why the hell did you move to michigan from florida or rather you know how have you done with the winter and you know, you got. I had zero expectations going into it because I uh-huh. don't, you know, I don't know if it's gonna be mild or terrible. But that week in January, that like you know, 10, 10 12 days that it was around, you know, zero, like yeah. like single digits. It's warmer on Mars at some points. You know what though? After you live in that for you know a mere week or two, and you associate going outdoors with painful breathing and painful, <laughs> on, you know, on this unexposed skin. Then, when it bounces back up to 30 or yeah. 35, mm-hmm. it may as well be 70 because it's... it's not painful anymore. And you don't care as long as it's not painful. <laughs> right. And, and, like, and uh, I think... that's you. There's no, no such thing as good without bad, and it makes you much more appreciate the good. Yeah. Like, the summers in Michigan, this summer, and... Uh, was this, so, this is your first winter back... First winter back, I was. Uh, I, w- I won't say I got a fall because I really didn't. Yeah, when you know, did you move Septem- back? We moved back and uh, we got back right around the first of July. Okay. Or something right around there. Okay, and so you had a summer, but that summer is nothing like you already have summers in Florida all the time. Long time. Yes. Yeah, a lot so of summer. This summer is going to feel so good compared to any summer in your whole life because you just went through this mi- this miserable winter, and then summer in Michigan is just beautiful doesn't really ever get too hot mosquitoes just deal with a little bit but it's just i don't know there's no no place better to have summer than in michigan i agree it's a lot lot to do a lot to you know a lot of water to be around i think for me there's the whole up up north scene i don't know if your guys's cabin is still up and and running i'm not sure i'll have to get back to you on that but i i certainly remember some hot summers I seem to remember 2003 with the power outage being pretty damn hot. Well, yeah, but that was a really weird occurrence. I mean, it's not it's not too hot where, like, going outside's not going to be really an issue, but like living in it, like sleeping in it, would suck. But you know, I don't know. I just love Michigan. This is completely off topic, everybody. But uh, yeah, Michigan summers, come please come back. I'm ready for these. I'm ready to see leaves again. To be honest. Oh yeah. Leaves will be nice. But another I, I, I am really hoping for a fall next year though. You'll get one. Well, I didn't get one this year, but you'll get one. <laughs> uh in other uh, video game news, what I've been most excited for was Nintendo just had their Nintendo Direct conference or whatever it's called. I think it's called that, but it's where they release like a bunch of information on what's coming up in this year for Nintendo. And the most exciting thing amongst others was this starts off with this trailer. Are you familiar with the game Splatoon? 
Splatoon? I've heard of it. I'm not too familiar I've with never it. played it, but it's a Nintendo game where you shoot these graffiti guns at people and you try to color a map. So it's these two characters running around shooting each other, shooting each other, and then like they get spooked by something and they turn around. And in one of the characters' eyes, you see like it glowing and he zooms in on their eye. And then glowing in the eye is the Super Smash Brothers logo. And then it goes to like a shot of Mario with the silhouette with the Smash Brothers logo on his back, and then Link with the silhouette of the Smash Brothers logo, and then like a group of them. You can't distinguish what they are. And then it says Super Smash Brothers, and it's coming in 2018, which is this year for the Switch. It's coming, baby. And we're getting at least the two new Splatoon characters for it. And it's not just the porks. They've been porting some of their games from Wii U to the Switch, like Mario Kart. Sure. Um, so this is going to be a whole brand new game. And it, I don't know. I'm the, that's, it's, Super Smash Bros. is and will always be my favorite game, my favorite game series of all time. So I am pumped. I was so excited to hear that. That is awesome. Awesome news. I wonder if they'll incorporate the, uh, you know, much uh, like motion into it, you know, into the controls. No, they won't. It's just, just controls. Um, I mean, because they could have done that with all of them. Like, because they, they had it for the Wii. They had it for the Wii U. You know, they could. I don't think they'll do anything. I think they so, already they already have patented and, and not, or not patented, but released an update to the Switch where you can plug in the GameCube controller adapter pad. Which is what I use for the Wii U to play because you can't play Super Smash Brothers without a GameCube controller, you know, because uh, that's class. You can, but it's not. Wait, the without same. a game con- like a GameCube? Yeah, a GameCube controller. Mm-hmm. Oh, I I seem to remember playing it with an N sixty four controller. Or a lot. you know, some people are really attached to the N sixty four version, but it pales in comparison to every other single one. But. Yes, the most successful version ever. Pales think, in comparison. I think Melee was the most successful version. Well, maybe. And Wii U one is the best one. Brawl, uh, you know, most people think that's the worst, but I think it's better than uh, 64. I defer to your expertise because I've only really played the 64 version. Yeah, yeah. I The only thing I'm upset about this is my brothers don't live here, and... It's just gonna suck when that game comes out and they're not here. Cause don't worry, I'll play it with you. Yeah, you're just gonna be no match for me though. Well, I've never been any match for anyone on Super Smash. I know. It's I'm no fun to play it. when I just win all the time. Well, you'll have to uh, figure <laughs> out a way to deal with that. That's right. But I'm excited. Some new characters that I hope are coming, and I think the most pop, the most. Uh, the favorite for someone to be coming. Well, obviously we get in the Splatoon guys. That should be fun because they shoot guns like shooters. But I think we might get Crash Bandicoot because Nintendo also announced a Crash Bandicoot uh, port coming to it. A port and or a reboot? Something like that. I don't know. I don't think I don't think it was released on the Wii, but it's just it's not like a new game. I think like it used to appear on a different system. Oh, there was. Oh, Crash Bandicoot? Yeah. Yeah, it was on PlayStation. Yeah, and now it's coming to this to Nintendo for the first time. For some reason I was thinking when you said that, I was thinking Banjo and Kazooie. Oh no, no, no. No, no, no. Crash Bandicoot, yeah, it was mm-hmm. Playstation. Classic, because you know It was racing too, Crash Bandicoot. You know, there was like it was right. like Mario Kart. Yeah, yeah. But now the whole original Crash Bandicoot game is coming to the Switch, and that would be a great character to add into the Super Smash Bros. roster. 
um, along with other characters. Like, I think if uh, something that will never, probably never happen, but would be great is if somehow they had some Dragon Ball Z characters added in. Like, Goku would be a great Super Smash Brothers character. You can make him like Samus, where the way he shoots his big bowl of uh, electricity, whatever Samus does, that with his Kamehameha. You know, Goku would be great to add. Um, they should probably add, like, Dixie Kong or King K. Rule from the Donkey Kong series because they're a little bit un- underrepresented there. Sure. Donkey Kong's a big franchise for Tendo. Right. Bomberman's got to be in there. I don't know why there's not Bomberman yet. Um, actually, maybe because he wasn't... I think he's always been Nintendo, actually. Uh, I think so. Where's he Capcom? I don't know. But Mega Man's in it, and Sonic's in it. Um, and they're not originally Nintendo, so... Right. Mega Man? Mega Man? Mega Man was Capcom originally, but... Okay. Uh, I think he's always been on Nintendo games, right, but... Right, because he was on the original Nintendo. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I'm excited. Uh, it's coming out this year, which is unexpected. And, you know... Anytime, you know, Super Smash Brothers is notoriously long at making new games because um, they make basically only one per console. That's what right. they've done. Right. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's pretty. I, I mean, have they done standard. more than? Yeah, that seems pretty. I mean, have but like you know, all the other, all their other like staple franchises make more than one per console. And this one, this last one for the Wii U was by far my favorite because they kept releasing downloadable content and you got getting new characters because that's the only fun in it. The game, you want the mechanics to stay well, the that, same. Well, that's going to be all about, or this new one's going to be all about, you know, downloadable content and oh, yeah. adding new characters and new maps. I will give you all my money, Nintendo. I will buy it all. Shut up and take <laughs> my money. But take, take Nick's money. Yes, take my money and I will share it with all my friends. Um uh, but yeah, so that's pretty exciting. Um, any any other video games you want to talk about? You know, other than the old ones, not not really. I'm I'm usually trying to get you know some old game to work on my computer. Mm-hmm. I'm still working on uh, European Air War. Ever uh, heard of that? Yeah, it's this. Uh, I think it was Edios. You know, Edios is a name that's been around PC gaming for a long time. But this was like nineteen. 19- I could be wrong here. I want to say '97. Uh huh. You know, it's a it's a combat flight sim. Oh, okay. You know, and there's like a few few theaters, but I think it's all European. It's European air war, so you know, you can fly uh, British planes, German planes, and American planes. You fly all sorts of different missions, and it's uh, you know, I used to play it with a joystick, a little Logitech wingman. <laughs> it was incredible, and uh, you know, I I know flight simulators have come a long way. Yeah, I'm pretty, sure they're pretty accessible. I'm sure they gotta be they have on consoles, like, they close have on... to exactly the same. What do you mean? Flight simulators. Like imagine you if you probably can get a virtual reality headset and play a flight simulator game that's fairly similar to actually flying a plane. Pretty similar, yeah. In a lot of ways. You know, some key key differences I think, like the uh physical mm. the physical uh, you know feeling the pressure you know around you of being at that yeah. elevation mm-hmm. and the cutting through the the air you know at that speed cutting through that thick mixture of air up there you know constantly slamming into all that and just cutting right through it so i don't know yeah sounds definitely could be uh pretty realistic i should probably play a flight simulator game because i don't do that well flying and i don't really like it at all why the hell would you do a flight simulator then so i can conquer my fears and understand broaden your horizons yeah, and and hopefully never crash. I'll tell you what, I'm going to uh, I'm going to get European Airware 
going. And until then, you can just visit old uh, Mr. Crook and play a little War Thunder. Oh. You much, guys and all your computer video games much, that I can't play. Much, well, I got Star Fox on the some, SNES Classic. Does that count as a flight simulator game? It's a flight simulator we should probably check out after this. But <laughs> We can. Uh, something tells me that you might be jumping into the pc gaming world pretty soon got a, got a feeling well you might already know what i'm talking about starts with getting a pc <laughs> just putting it out there universe nick needs a pc see how um, that goes yeah we'll see how it goes everybody um so we got looks like about uh, about 10 minutes left in this segment oh just enough time to learn about annihilation and we do need to talk about the movie I just, me and Melissa just went to see yesterday. It's called Annihilation. Where'd you go? We went to Imagine Canton because I will only go to theaters that have the recliner seats. Interesting. Um, and also Imagine Canton, by the way, they have these new thing called cuddle chairs. And it's just like one big like a, seat like a you love can seat. cuddle with. It's a big seat. Yeah. Um, kind of strange. Uh, also at the theater, there was like a little children there. There was kind of being loud and one of them ran around and like right did, in front did of no us one, did no one say anything no no one and said this movie anything. first of all is not appropriate for children right this did I, I don't know if it was rated r because no one checks our tickets just bought them online and walked right in and there was no one checking our tickets um, would, I, we didn't even print i, the I don't, I don't think i would check your ticket here what, what, what's rated r what's that 17 yeah yeah i don't think i'm checking but like like no one saw us Why at all check? we didn't talk to a single employee the whole time we were there how do you walk in? You just walk in. What do you mean? You walk in. There's no one. Like you, you can go buy the tickets on the. Why side. do I have to buy it online if all you did was walk in? I did. I honestly, I didn't have to buy a ticket. I could have just walked into that theater, because it was not full at all. It sounds like you did something wrong. No, it it said you. It said on the, the we went inside and there's those little kiosks you can print off your tickets on. But on the bottom it says if you bought your tickets online and you have your confirmation number you do not need to print off a ticket just show them the email when you walk into the theater that's the step you skipped i didn't skip that what do you mean you mean there was no one there there was no one to at, when i walked into the theater there was no one there yeah, and we well, were there like a half hour early well then you didn't you you did skip it but not intentionally you just skipped it out of what they, were you to do what were you going to go track down an employee right yeah no of course not so they skipped a they step, skipped a step. You know, so that's that's uh, you know poor execution, but you know. But anyways, I, I like that. It sounds great. I want to do that. Yeah, no, it was nice. It was nice just going. The, I thought I was in the wrong theater for the whole time, so I was like, okay, what? Why? Cause when I bought them online, everything was sold out except for these two seats, and we got there uh, wow, ten minutes out. early, and no one was in the theater. Super I was like, strange. Is it a? Is it an indie film or is it a? No, like all right. So I think or? here's the deal with this movie. What are, who are we talking? Um, it's been out for a little bit. Uh, it stars Natalie Portman. Uh, it's going to be released on Netflix, I think, in a couple days. Actually. Oh, perfect. So I don't have to get out of my sweats. No, to, uh... no. Which is weird because it's in going to be like in theaters and then stopped and immediately released on Netflix. So the, that's how the future is working. But this movie. Interesting. Basically, here's a synopsis. They give them seven days at the box office. Yeah, it's. It, I think, it, but I think it's only because the movie's supposedly too smart for audiences because it's hard to understand what's going on. It's kind of confusing. Intriguing. I think I understood it, but I'm not positive, and that's kind of why I liked it. I probably um, will miss most of it and have to go rewatch it. 
So the synopsis of the couch. movie. I'm not. I'm not going to spoil anything. If you don't want to know, know anything about it, then don't listen to this. But synopsis is something from space crashes into a lighthouse, and when it does, it creates this shimmer that surrounds the land of where it, it uh, crashed into, and the shimmer is slowly growing to encompass more land, and this uh, governmental teams go in there to try to figure out what happened but so far none of every time they go in they do not come out and then Natalie Portman has to go in with her team which is cool because it's all, uh, also just an all women team going in which you know this the also the genre of movies we're in right now in this time is strong female leads rather than you know uh, flawed male characters like it had been like with in the times of Breaking Bad and Mad Men and whatnot. Sure. But uh, it was good. It reminded me a lot of my favorite TV show of all time, Lost. Uh, it was brutal. It was scary at times. It was confusing. It was satisfying at the end, but not. it's not so satisfying. You know, like there's still a lot of questions to be had. Natalie Portman does a great job. Um Oscar Isaac, is that who I'm thinking of? The like Poe po from uh, Star Wars? I do not know that actor's name. I think it's Oscar po Isaac. Dameron. But yeah, he's 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 in it. He's good in it. Um, yeah, it's just a sci-fi movie to its core. Like, Interesting. It, it's got a I couple, described it couple as, Star Wars actors there. Yeah, I would, I would say it is... If I were to write a movie, this is the exact movie I would want to write. It's like perfectly placed in my favorite kind of genre. Huh. Uh, it's the director that... You ever seen the movie Ex Machina? Mm, I know what you're talking about, but no. See that movie. Uh, it's, they're, they're basically tied with how good they are, but Ex Machina is one of my favorite movies that I've seen in the last couple of years. Cool. Um, but yeah, it was great. It was great. Um, and while we were talking about Netflix, before we move on, some Netflix shows came out this last weekend that uh, some of my favorite shows. Jessica Jones season two came out. I haven't watched it all. I've seen the first episode. Looks like. Have you seen any of Jessica Jones? No, I'm trying to remember the actress. Uh, I, I can recognize her. Did she play Jesse's girlfriend in Breaking Bad? Yes. Is that who it is? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I know exactly. What I'm Kristen Christina Ritter. Kristen Ritter. Kristen Ritter, I think. Uh, season two of that came out. Um, I don't, I don't know how you're gonna top season one because that was the best Marvel show I've ever seen. Was Jessica Jones season one? Right. Um, what is her, what is her ability? Her ability, her ability is pretty minor in terms of the whole show, but she's just really strong. Does it ever super strength? Yeah, super strength. Awesome. Um, but but is know. it is it kind of fluctuate? Like she experienced other like weird like superhero i mean it's like she has that but it's just like kind of in the background of, and no that's the only power she can kind of fly but not in her really. universe are there other uh you know super yeah humans? like there's daredevil it's in the same marvel universe it's all of them yeah but when you say the marvel universe is it all of them or like just iron the, man just the, Ar- the hulk uh but so the, iron the ones, man the and hulk are, and those shows are they just referenced they're never actually in yeah, it they're never in it they always say like well what are you a giant green monster or something you know, because like right. the existence of mutants make, is, is real. Illusions but, to right. the rest of them. Um, okay, we're running out of time, but other show that came out is this show called Love. 
It's on its third season. It's if you watch the show Master of None, it's like the Master of None of the West Coast in LA. Except for the characters are pretty pretty geeky. One the main character is pretty geeky, but it, he's such a called? good job. Love. Love. Um I started it um probably about a quarter of the way through, but I really like that show. It's it's nice to watch. Um on Amazon Sneaky Pete season two came oh, out. Oh man, that looks interesting. I didn't watch season one, but I've seen. I love season, season one, two. season two. I uh, just watched the first episode. I don't know. I like that show. There's so many good shows out there. It is. Is is Giovanni Ribisi in season one? Yeah, he's the main character in the whole thing. He's Pete. That's Sneaky Pete, eh? Mm-hmm. Well, he's not really Pete, but. And there's someone else who who else? what's the other uh, bigger? Uh, uh, Brian Cranston's in season one. That's. Maybe who and he's also about. a writer of the show. Right. He's he's uh, Walter White, obviously. Um, Walking Dead still sucks. Didn't watch this week's episode. Don't really care to, but I will let you guys know about it next week. Uh, <laughs> Magicians, fucking awesome. And everyone probably would hate it, but I love it so much, and I wish more people would watch it. This last episode, they ended the show with... Everybody singing uh, "Under Pressure" by David Bowie and Queen. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was, and it, it just it's so great. Beer number three. Pow! The president grabbed me. Well, Dave, you didn't drink this beer that fast. That's right. The first one. Do I have these times out wrong? No, I don't think so. <laughs> the second ones are. are I was nursing this one. All right. Well, I'm gonna start my third. You feel oh, free to I'm start, start whenever my you'd third like. As well. As we move on to the political segment of the podcast, everyone's favorite segment, the political segment, and Dave, I don't know if you know this, but we started the new tradition for starting this. What's that? We go through the last couple of Trump tweets, and we read them and talk about them. Alrighty, this should be Normally fun. we laugh, because they're always ridiculous, and it's only been a couple days since we did this last. Hold on, I gotta pull it up. That was I, not. Prepared. I saw a video of people eating like his uh, daily regimen today. Yes, Did I saw that, that by like Super Deluxe, right? I have no idea who it was. It was probably on the toilet, and it was on my smartphone. So I, <laughs> I tend to pay attention less of uh, where I'm going. But uh, yeah, that was uh, interesting, man. He eats the Big Macs with with no no bread, and he just has like the pizza, like pizza like the topping off the pizza he just eats the topping he just, it's the like cheese and yeah, the toppings. just the top like yeah exactly and he drinks 12 diet cokes a day 12 diet cokes and an egg mcmuffin i mean when when they started the very first thing they said was what was it like an egg mcmuffin and i think like a diet coke and a water or no it wasn't a water yes yeah, an egg mcmuffin diet coke I think that was it. I, I mean, I mean for breakfast. if you if you stop there though, that that doesn't sound bad. I feel he, like I could eat that for does, breakfast every day so if I could stand McDonald's. diet cokes. Man likes McDonald's. I don't. I don't know. I mean, I I know a lot of people who repeatedly in their life go back to McDonald's. Yeah, I I guess I mean I used to eat McDonald's before I turned vegetarian, but I there's literally nothing there I can eat, so I don't go, ever go there anymore. That's why mom wants me to get her a diet coke. Shout out to you, mom. Now that you listen to my podcast, because you love me. Oh. <laughs> Just kidding. Okay. Um, speaking of McDonald's, let's let's read some Trump tweets. All right. I'm just going to go through and randomly read some of these last ones. 
Um, okay, the Democrats continue to obstruct the confirmation of hundreds of good and talented people who are needed to run our government, a record in U.S. history, State Department, ambassadors, and many others being slow-walked. Senate must approve now. The hell is he talking about there? I'm not really sure. That one flew over my head a little bit. You know, I never know. I, I see that he punctuated that one that you're on right now with the classic fake news. Oh, that's the next one. Here's the next one. All right. Ro- Ross Moosin and others have my approval ratings around 50%, which is higher than Obama, and yet political pundits love saying my approval ratings are somewhat low. They know they are lying when they say it. Turn off the show. Fake news. Uh, I guess, you know, it's it's weird to really dig into each one of these because it's so hard to put yourself on his level, but... Uh... I think fifty percent we can all say is pretty low as far as approval ratings. I mean, I mean in I terms guess it's of not technically low, but I mean, it, it his approval rating is lower than that. It's much lower than that. Oh, it's oh, been sure. the lowest of, <laughs> of that, all that, presidents that's, ever. That's, that's part of the hilarity in the in the beginning to be sadness about it is that when you hear him say one thing, you know it's got to be less, or you know, it's, right? It's like you no one would believe what he's saying. And it's hard to because it's hard to believe because you know, I feel like there are plenty of facts in there if you look hard. Mm-hmm. But you know, when it's uh, when it's so muddled, it's so muddled and so filtered through, you know, President Trump. And it's, uh, I don't know. Everything seems to be a bit of a, everything he says seems to be a bit of a cliche, you know, and everything's he deals and a lot of ultimates you know everything's the best or the worst it's like he doesn't he he clearly doesn't recognize a a middle ground you know no there is no middle ground not for him he feels like taking a middle ground is like a sign of weakness i think maybe or he just doesn't you know he is weird it's weird weird though it's weird to want to blame people for how their personalities are you know like you know these people Mm -hmm. lots of people are like that but they're not president it's weird that a person like him could win the presidency it is. I mean, I think we're all still thinking that and feeling that. Mm. I think, I don't know. It was really tough for me to disassociate the, uh, like the fantasy feeling of it all. Right. The whole time I was thinking like President Trump. I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like I heard on podcast today, you could like think of a terrible comedy movie, a, like joking headline, and it could be. Donald Trump agrees to meet with Kim Jong-un to discuss denuclearization of the Korean Peninsula. And that would be just like a funny comedy thing. But that is literal headlines right now. Yeah, I mean, there's just so much going on, you know. The world is small today because of the internet and our connectedness, but the world is so big. You know, there's so many many things going on, you know, and it's uh, you know the larger you know we, we're talking about trump's presidency that's uh, directly affecting a lot of people you know and i know we're changing I mean, the course of like history but the most important country in the world in terms of global influence and we look like shitholes well, <laughs> uh oh wait no i meant the other countries look like shells I'm just kidding. Okay, here's the next tweet. Very strong improvement in a strengthening of background checks will be fully backed by the White House. Legislation moving forward. Bump stocks will soon be out. Highly trained expert teachers will be allowed to conceal carry, subject to state law. Armed guards, okay. Deterrent. 
on 18 to 21 age limits, watching court cases and rulings before acting. Is this States one are tweet? making This is two that are combined. States are making this decision. Things are moving rapidly on this, but not much political support, to put it mildly. To put it mildly. Okay, so some things about this I actually like. Uh, I like the striking of background checks. Uh, I like bump stocks being out because bump stocks are fucking ridiculous that those are even allowed right right well that's a no-brainer get i guess you know i i don't know well i'm not very well educated on the whole issue allowing um, teachers to but, conceal carry but ridiculous getting, yes but getting bump stocks out should be like a, a duh you know like a, that's something that should be done right but it's I think, hard with the nra i think i think the the real uh metric that's going to affect change is reducing the overall number of guns yeah i mean in in, in like one one category one measurement that's going to be it reducing the overall number of guns because it seems like the the situation with this is just that it it's so aligned with I don't, I don't, this is just how I how I'm seeing uh-huh. it, you know, in our conversation here. But it's so aligned with like Trump's like, you know, presidency and everything. Like, you'd think when all these things are happening, everything seems to be coming to a head, you know, with the numbers piling up about the you know school shootings being a phenomenon or like a, right. a you know significant statistic here in the in the states. Um, and you, you think, you think clearly clearly the last the last you know solution would, would be to add more guns you know i guess not necessarily saying more guns but you know, yeah. arming well, teachers that is what they're saying they're, they're trying to, to more introduce guns. more guns to the right. common everyday situation this and, situation you know, being a classroom just the, the point of that the, but, just real quick um it's because of the NRA, and the NRA profits off the sale of more guns. So this is obvious legislation that they want to pass so that more guns will be purchased and they will make more money because that's what the NRA is about. They're not about caring whether or not you have a gun or not. Well, they are, but they don't actually care. If they found a different way to get their uh, dollars from, then they wouldn't care. That's how they make money. That's why whenever there is a mass shooting, the NRA makes money because... More people buy guns in the result of it. Right. I mean, sorry you know. to throw you off your train of thought. I just wanted to shit on the NRA a little bit because they are one of the things ruining this country. No, I mean, and it, I think probably part of that is how like antiquated and archaic every you know, like they're trying to prop up a lot of, I think, uh, idealistic, uh, you know, feelings. I, I, I'm not really sure. Watch but, John Oliver uh, last week tonight when. He talks about the NRA and he talks about NRA TV and it's hilarious what's on NRA TV. Like, for example, <laughs> is that the, is that the app? The NRA like, like, app a, like, like Amazon is showing it and whatnot or whatnot. I heard there was an app, like an NRA app that, um, you know, it's for, for like gun enthusiasts. So you can use the app to navigate you to like nonstop gun stuff, like gun right. shows. Right. Well, NRA TV is more like, HGTV, but for guns. Okay. One of the shows they. I mean, that's that's uh, about women buying guns and whatnot. And one of the women couldn't technically legally shoot a gun, or not, probably not legally, but just safely shoot a gun because she was pregnant. Oh. So what they did for her? I thought it was because she was a felon or something. No, what they did for her is they they set up these canvases 
uh, behind these paint cans and they just shot at the paint cans to splatter little bits of paint on them and it looked very terrible but they gave her these canvases afterwards <laughs> if we made these for you because we know you missed shooting a gun she's like oh my god it's so perfect and it's just like a blue splat and a yellow splat and it looks <laughs> so so stupid <laughs> uh but people watch that shit and sure uh the nra is an evil corporation uh lobbying for the politics of americans that there needs to be regulation on it. And that's why one of the things I always say about politics is that we need campaign finance reform like none other. Well, that that seems to be the driver and the uh, the tool of it all, you know, is, is the money. So it's like you follow the money right. and see where that is. and Like that is like, I, I now realize that Bernie Sanders had a lot of flawed ideas and... Uh, I think I was very biased against Hillary Clinton for really dumb reasons, even though I ended up voting for her. But but, but that was part of it all was the just sensationalism of it all. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just it was just so right. I I don't know. But the thing with Bernie Sanders, the one thing he got Didn't absolutely a hundred percent right was campaign finance reform and i think that is the most important issue faced in this country as a, as a, Everything as else a, was as a way to level the playing field right like you can't have like imagine if instead of every candidate that's running for office is financed by their backers well just, just financed just by imagine that they were equal imagine that they were equal imagine if every every person who was you know running right but you know, like was able but, to fund it equally but like it, what if everyone's financed by taxpayers you know then you're just running on your own ideas and you don't have to have the same ideas that the people with money will give you money for, you know? Because people that have money to donate to political campaigns are probably going to want beneficial politics towards them. And whether or not you are changing your politics to buy into they? their ideas or you just have those same ideas because maybe you're a rich person like them, then, you know, it's like it's... The, well, the, well, see, the, the see, rich the are just is, going to get richer in that see, format. See, and it has is, been happening, especially with the tax plan. But a lot of times what has happened, I think, over the course of history is that those, whatever, we're calling them corporations just because everything is run uh, like a business in this corporations context. Corporations are like top one percenters. Yeah. I'm sorry. Let me, let me take a sip of my beer and try to remember what I was going to say. Dave is sipping beer. Dave is trying to remember. He is setting the beer down. <laughs> on my face. On a coaster. Yeah. Now let's uh let's continue. I'll circle back around. Okay. Um so you lost your train of thought is what you're saying. Yes. Well, we still have some more Trump tweets to go. Should we read some more? Uh, I guess, yeah, let's do it. If schools are mandated to be gun free zones, violence and danger are given an open invitation to enter. Almost all school shootings are in gun-free zones. Cowards will only go where there is no deterrent. Um, I don't know. I think maybe the aspect of a gun-free zone isn't the biggest importance of policy, but I don't think it's a bad idea. Uh, so don't have too much problem. I understand why people think that way, but... The difference between a gun-free zone and a not-gun-free zone on an elementary school is words. So there is nothing wrong with a gun-free zone. And there is also nothing right with one, I guess. 
Like it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't matter. It, it's like it's not a, it's not a big deal. It's basically encouraging less guns. But you know, a good guy and a bad guy could bring guns into a gun-free zone. So, oh, here's here's a tweet that's all. This is in all caps. It's this most recent tweet. The House Intelligence Committee has, after a 14-month-long in-depth investigation, found no evidence of collusion or coordination between the Trump campaign and Russia to influence the 2016 presidential election. Uh, okay, whatever, Donald. Uh, we, I'm pretty positive there is something going on with you and Russia. And you will never be able to convince me otherwise because the entirety of the Senate, minus like five people, voted to enforce sanctions on Russia. And you know what you did? You didn't even veto it because if you vetoed it, they could have went back and re-voted for it. You just ignored it and it's just not, nothing came of it because it's in a Republican-held Congress. You have not released your tax returns. It is most likely because you have either no money, you don't want people to know that, or, I don't know, um, you declared bankruptcy like four or five times, and to the it was to the point where U.S. banks would not give you loans because that's what happens when you declare bankruptcy. You can't get business loans. And then all of a sudden... Unless you're Donald J. Trump. Well, I mean, he didn't get it from the any U.S. bank. There was no record of him. But then all of a sudden you were able to continue your business operations, building giant hotels that you do not have the money out of pocket to pay for. And maybe, just maybe, you got that money from foreign governments like Russia, who had interest, and you had interest in Russia, and had, they had interest in you becoming a political candidate because they, it was proven that they did influence the election, whether regardless or not it was colluded with or without you. They influenced election in your favor, in Bernie Sanders' favor, in Jill Stein's favor. Because, guess what? They did not want Hillary to win. They wanted you to win because they probably have dirt on you in the form of tapes of you peeing on people or getting peed on. I don't know. But I tend to believe that's true because (laughs) smart people made that dossier and... Russia is not going to release those as long as you are doing their bidding for them. They don't want sanctions. They don't want anything pressed against them, and you're not allowing that. So, good job. Uh, you are you are helping them. And may, maybe I could believe that you don't know that you did, and people around you did, but I don't know. I tend to think you're a lot smarter than you come off. I, I, I don't know, man. You, you might be right. I mean, he's got to be. Because he comes off as not that smart. I, he's he's got to be smarter than that. I just think he off. might be the most easily manipulated person on the in the planet. Because all you do is be nice to him and tell him his shit smells like roses. I think I could be nice to him and tell him his shit smells like roses. And uh, I don't think he'd give a damn because I don't have any any money. That's That's probably right. But I like to think that he's uh, getting up there in age, you know, that maybe he, you know, probably, you know, hopefully there's times in his day where he just like appreciates talking to a younger person or an older person, you know, mm-hmm. uh, just the thought of him having like, you know, a lot of human moments is, you know, 
it's tough for me sometimes, but uh, it is what keeps me going and keeps me saying, well, at least he's not a robot. Oh, all right, all right. Well, um, I just remembered something. There's something that Trump hasn't tweeted about. What's that? Uh, you heard of Stormy Daniels? Is that a drink? <laughs> Are you serious? No. <laughs> um, no, there's a drink called a Dark and Stormy, but... Oh, okay. Dark and Stormy Daniels is what she called now. But Stormy Daniels is a porn star. That's not her actual name. It's her stage name. They had an affair with Donald Trump. What's her real name? Uh, Doesn't matter. Yeah, I could find I could find it, but I don't, I'm not going to. Was it Electric Forest? That's her real name? No. What's what's her porn name? Stormy Daniels. Stormy Daniels, that's right. <laughs> Electric, that's the name of a concert that people yeah, yeah, do yeah. like NBA yeah, yeah. at. Well, it's not called Electric Forest anymore. It is in western Michigan, though. Oh. <laughs> Rothbury, I believe. No, it used to be called Rothbury. Now it's called Electric Forest. It's in Rothbury. And now it's called Electric Forest. Uh, I think it's called something else now. And maybe you're right. Just Jeremy used to talk to me. My cousin Jeremy used to talk to me about Rothbury. And then he said it stopped. And that was right around the time Electric Forest started coming out. Yeah, it just changed, you know, promoters, names. Who cares? Okay. <laughs> Sorry, my bad. Um, back to... Um, Electric Stormy Daniels. Um, <laughs> nice. Uh, so she's a porn star that Donald Trump allegedly had an affair with. Okay. Now I say allegedly. When is this? Is this in the 80s or in the 90s? This or? is when Melania Trump was pregnant with Baron Trump. So what, like 14 years ago, meaning like early 2000s? Yeah, Ben Roethlisberger was still the quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers. But That doesn't really narrow it down. Well, it, it it does it, in terms of whatnot. So I don't know how old Baron is, but around the time Ben Roethlisberger was like just becoming a big QB. Yeah, so and I only know that because 2000s. he's in part of the stories. But interesting. Yeah, I was gonna say that's a weird metric. Yeah, I, I'm not that that's I'm not a Steelers fan. And I don't just relate things to that. But uh, in one of the stories, Ben Roethlisberger was instructed by Donald Trump to escort Stormy Daniels back to her hotel room. Make sure she got there okay, and he obliged and was a gentleman about it. And, but weird, yeah, it is weird. Um, but <laughs> so there was an affair allegedly had, but there was an NDA signed. Maybe there was a Roethlisberger Donald Trump threesome. <laughs> I mean, maybe, probably not. Oh my God, I hope not. I don't want to uh, think about it's that. It's weird. I already can't stand athletes he, supporting uh, this guy. Because he roots against their interest. Well, I mean, what was the whole deal with Tom Brady? It seemed like for Tom a Brady's moment, just a Republican, I think. And yeah, he's a Republican, and so everybody was like, "Well, of course you're a Trump supporter," and he just kind of didn't say anything. I just don't really understand how people can support Trump as much as they do. I understand how you can support Republicans well, and you can vote for Trump. If just you put, because... you know what the easiest way to do it is? Put it on paper. When you put it on paper, and yeah, you see, you know, I guess what I'm saying is, you know, vested interests, financial interests. You know, yeah, wanting things to right. be, you know, I guess systematically want, approached. Like, voting for your own interests, like I get that. Like if you're a rich person and you want to get richer, probably vote Republican. I just still can't wrap my head around, you know, the whole. I mean, I, I mean, I can. I'm not saying I don't accept reality, <laughs> but it's I still marvel, you know, at every at every tweet and every yep utterance that we are. Every, ev- every, like the fact that there is a presidential affair going on right now and it's being swept under the rug. 
because there is so much other shit to talk about. Yeah, I mean that's the thing with him. It's hard to get things to 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 stick as yeah, far he, as the media just because can it's like claim fake news. I could make up some zany thing right now, and it would be like third on the list of like surprising right. things. I mean, what what do you want to be on the list? Like, do you want him? being caught on tape bragging about sexual assault weeks before the election? Or do you want him telling the president of China that we ought to try out having a president for life? <laughs> or, yeah, uh, he says a lot, you know. I mean, I think he's, he said, he's just... That position, I think he feels like he's got to just say a lot. You want him calling countries primarily black shithole countries and asking for people from strictly white countries to immigrate here yeah like i said you want him calling mexicans rapists and murderers i I think it's like it's like why is that you know that that came as such a surprise but it shouldn't have that's why the whole i think general consensus was like well we're not going to elect donald trump do you want him literally bragging about his dick to the North Korean president saying this is this is true. He it said is, it is remarkable. I have a button funny too, and, and it's bigger and it works. It's it's I guess that is a true thing it's, that was said. It's 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 uh, alarmingly funny and it's insane is what it is. Yeah, it's a little uh it's a little disturbing. It's yeah, it, we are living in a world where this is the direct effect of social media, I believe. Is there a penalty to us not finishing our beer when the segment's over? If you don't finish your beer when the segment's over, you have to... You're just making this up on the spot. I can uh, see it in your face. Uh, promote the podcast. He's, uh, he's bullshitting you people. He's uh, totally lying right now. <laughs> you, have to, you have to wear a split-six shirt for the next 300 days. That... I mean, I would have to have some reward. I would not just accept that as punishment. Your reward would be. You have no way to enforce that. I give you one dollar per follower I gain since you wear them. That is a bad deal. Um, unless I blow up, then you don't get thousands of dollars. Oh, if you blow <laughs> up, that would be nice. Actually, I probably if I blew up that big, I probably could afford to give you thousands of dollars. So yeah, deal on. Deal not. On. Better start finishing your beer. We only have what like seven six minutes. Six minutes. You know, I'm comforted by the fact that I could finish this in six seconds. That's true. This is, uh, I mean, my beer is essentially gone. You want some of my beer? No. Good. Is that what's going to give me? No. You have to drink it all so you can put it on the ledge with grace. Well, I think uh, we shall follow these. Oh, man. Our, I don't think we meant to do that. What? I mean, our beers are pretty neatly stacked up, like almost in a, you know, a double line formation. Yeah. Um. Well, here the split and six kind of podcast. We have OCD diagonally. You know, a little echelon. Anyway. <clears throat> okay. Um. Can we, can we talk about the fact that it's snowing out right now? It's snowing. It's March. It's Michigan. This happens. This happens. But I mean, I wish it I had sucks. some warning. I did. I just. I feel like I never look in the forecast right before it snows, I mean, or it's not in there because I look at the forecast a right. fair amount. Well, you know, like I just never a few weeks this. ago when it was 60 degrees for a few days and then all of a sudden it, we had like four or five inches of snow the next day. I cannot wait until it is warm. It will be. Because I'm going soon. to golf. We're going to golf. 
We're going to build a life-size version of Catan outside and play it. Yes. We're going to... I have my bar all set up all summer this year outside. We're going to have that. Oh, it's going to be so great. Um, we're gonna, we, we, Maybe we'll do a live podcast outside in my backyard with all of our peoples. Yeah, hopefully we can get some uh, you know wildlife chime in on the... Uh on the occasion you know we just need to get rid of the mosquitoes that didn't have it in my backyard but i don't think there's any mosquitoes right now nick it's snowing it's 30 degrees well i'm talking about the summer dave Ooh, oh something we should talk about real quick right before this segment ends daylight savings time fucked me just happened uh i think just ended actually yeah just ended so now we're back to nor- what this is what our time should normally be are you are you gonna bleep me no Okay. Well, I've I've been swearing this whole fucking time. Like this whole, like, year. Yeah, this whole my podcast is explicit on iTunes. So nice because we don't we're not afraid to talk about anything. We will not be censored here in the Split Six podcast. We want to talk about dicks. We'll talk about dicks. We we'll talk about vagina. We'll talk about vagina. We want to talk about fucks. We'll talk about fucks. We'll talk about anything we want here on the Split Six podcast. Fucking a. Fucking a, mate. Um, but daylight savings time kind of a stupid concept that we should get rid of right so you agree with the arizona yes the arizona as the, my brothers are live there right now so that's right that's not why i agree because i tend to disagree with everything they do but i do agree with daylight savings time and it was not their decision anyway but uh you know it, or i disagree with daylight savings time because i don't think we should change the the clocks i like it so like it how it so we're back on a normal like three hours away from them right are they three behind yes now they're three behind they were they were what two two yeah but now they're three that's Mm. so fucking weird right they just don't do it so that's weirder that everyone else does it and they don't do it like so basically right now because we shifted the clocks back normally dude what a what a wait hold on hold on we shifted the clocks back normally and now our days last longer like, you know, our, the sun is out until yes. instead of 6.30, it's like 7.30 they right now. They don't last longer in total. They last minutes mm-hmm. longer, the same amount they would have if we hadn't changed the clocks. Right, yeah. But like, but, but later you're saying the, you're the saying day. the light, the daylight. Last longer into the evening. Longer. Yes, the daylight lasts longer. But in the winter time, when we change it back, it just all of a sudden gets so dark. And I don't, it just, it's it throws off everybody's sink. This is the day that is the most car accidents in Michigan and ever around everyone that uh, does this because everyone's tired because they lost an hour of sleep over the weekend oh. it's pointless and it's fucked up we need to get rid of it so you we know could, what? we could at the very least mandate that work start an hour later that day yeah but you know it's just pointless for us to do this because there's not really any benefit well it makes our mornings brighter in the winter they want morning to be brighter but I care more about evening because fuck the morning being bright. I like it being dark in the morning. It's kind of mysterious. Business is done during the day and the morning. <laughs> well, I don't know. Can't stop business, Nick. Can't stop, won't stop. Smoke shop. Well, guys, this sounds like it is all the time we have for this week's episode of the Split Six Podcast. Dave. Do you have anything you'd like to plug? For if you do, plug it now. Um, shout out to my beautiful, wonderful wife, Kat. 
Shouts Cat. She is my rock. She is my everything. She's also a teacher that probably wants guns in school. Uh, negative. <laughs> Anti-arming the teachers. A lot of dumb teachers out there. Yep. All right, guys. It. You've listened to the Split Six podcast. Please follow me on Twitter at Nick Wagella. Email us at split six podcast at gmail.com. That is split the number six podcast at gmail.com. We'll be back next week uh, with another episode of the Split Six Podcast. And remember, it is more important to listen to what somebody else is saying to you than it is for somebody else to hear what you are saying. Thank you for splitting six with us. And Dave, thank you for splitting six with me. Thank you. Bye, everybody.